I did it again, guys. Jeff Rance, Volume 2. This one's about the importance of people you play with and not money. Sorry. Enjoy. Green room is probably not clean. The green room, it's definitely not green. The green room, can I get some more ice? If you're Well, I'm doing it again. Another rant at 5 in the morning, 5.47, Wednesday, 4.20. Yeah, for all those of you that partake in the doobage, I most likely will not. But got more to say people it's not gonna be funny but you know what sometimes you just gotta take the medicine whether it's good for you or not right now and like I've said before I'm doing these more for myself this is my therapy session so I'm sorry but if anybody can use it it's for you too This one's about people being in bands, obviously. Everything I talk about is mostly being in bands. But working with people and the value of people in general compared to their skills. So when I was a young lad, skills were so much more important than people. Meaning, like, do I get along with this person? Are they cool? Can I hang out? I was way more concerned with their skills as far as working together, playing in bands. And there's a level that is true in that you have to be good to a level. But once you get to that level, it is about the people. And so when I was younger, it was a little bit harder because the level was harder to get to. So it didn't really uh, quite apply. But now, as a professional, the people thing is the most important. Because um, once you're at a certain level, you won't even be talking to someone if their skills aren't on the level so I mean if you have someone's number or if they have your number there's there's not going to be a conversation unless your skills are to the level so then it really is about the people why am I talking about this I have no clue it's 5.50 in the morning oh my goodness yes I'm going surfing if anyone cares Um, so little story Here's a story. I did a gig with a guy a couple years ago. I'm not gonna name names. I don't care. Maybe I'm bitter. Um, Gig was fine. Uh, And I remember thinking, ah, this is a little high maintenance. I appreciated the musical performance. Um, It was, yeah, it was a, uh, 
it was a good experience musically, but I felt like there was more work done as far as rehearsals than needed for me. Um, but I did it and it was fine. So gig went fine. That was done. A few months later, that same band leader calls me and I could tell he's kind of prodding into what I'm doing, what bands I'm playing in, which sometimes happens where band leaders or people try and kind of like, I guess they're trying to maybe like, they want exclusiveness in their band, um, which is cool. Like that's definitely like a compliment. And so, yeah, I'm definitely down with that. But there's a level of like, um, you know, politeness and like taste, I guess, that you can cross and just reality. Like as far as like, you know, like if I say no, I'm not going to play in your band. Just I think that's pretty much it. Like don't try and guilt trip. And this guy was kind of trying to guilt trip, even though I was going like, what does your calendar look like? And it wasn't that great. So then he asked me about another gig. Sorry, this is taking a long time. I'm kind of sleepy. Um, he asked me about another gig and I said, oh no, you know what? Um, that day is actually my son's second birthday. And what he says is, oh wow, he's only two. It's not like uh, he's going to remember it. And he was dead serious. So to me, I just went, oh, you're a prick and I'm never working with you. And that's exactly what I thought. And I was like, oh, okay, I know who you are now. And everything makes sense. You micromanage and you're kind of a prick and I'm not the guy to work with you. Goodbye. And that was it. So many years go by, uh, things change, pandemic happens, blah, blah, blah. Get a call from the same guy. And he comes in hot, offers me a gig for a couple days, pays well. And granted, he he does say, are you available for these days? It's like four days. The pay is this much. I'm like, I'm open. Let's go. And so I'm kind of excited because I'm thinking the musical experience, that was fun. And in the back of my mind, I'm going, ah, you know, like, I had a gut feeling about this guy, but you know what? This sounds like fun. Anyways, fast forward. All right. This happens on a Sunday when he asked me about the gig, like about a week goes by and I, I already have stuff going on. Obviously he called me. I already have a schedule. The next week he sends out tunes and they're very complicated songs. Uh, guitar heavy, vocal very heavy, and when you put those two together, it's a lot of work, which is fine, I mean, it's what I do, but he goes, okay, here's the songs, he sends them out on like a Tuesday, and then he goes, let's rehearse Sunday, and so that's a lot, and he goes, and let's line up rehearsals, like four more rehearsals, unpaid, which is not part of what I like to do. Um, cause I mean, you might as well consider that a gig. That's just like a gig. If you have to spend time to go rehearse, 
I don't know. I it in my opinion, a real professional musician, yes, a rehearsal helps. But a real musician can show up and play a show perfect if there's recordings. If you cannot do that, I think maybe you should find a new job. That's my opinion. Okay. So, anyways, very little time. And then he goes, oh, and can we also do a Zoom on Friday? And I'm like, oh my God, okay. Which is like, if I have stims, I have everything. So we do the Zoom. And he's like, so guys, I just want to make sure that everybody knows all the vocals by Sunday. And I go, okay, well, wait a minute. If we're going to, if I need to know all the vocals, we need to organize how we're going to rehearse. Because if you want me to know guitars, I'm going to have to pick, you know, like, let's pick, let's work on five songs, five songs that I'll know. And we'll rehearse that. And he goes, no, I need you to know all the vocals. And I said, well, okay, if I go through all the vocals, then I'm not going to really know the song's guitar, like how they need to be, because they're very complicated songs. And he goes, yeah, yeah, of course, no problem. Anyways, so that's done. Go to rehearsal. Sunday. It's actually pretty fun. I enjoy doing vocal harmonies. I was like, this is dope. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, don't even worry. Uh about the guitar stuff like we talked about I'm like oh great cool so we kind of go through a few songs and everybody's happy and we leave bye and so that was a Sunday a week goes by um I've got a lot of other things going on like I said it's like you know professional musician you're booking you're especially in the spring first quarter second quarter you're getting you're finding work basically unless you have a tour or something which sometimes you have sometimes you don't I do I don't this is current time so uh, yeah I'm booking a lot of shows and I notice oops I do have a show that I booked around the same time that I got called from this guy I booked a show on a date that I said I maybe could rehearse so I sent him an email hey one of these dates that uh, we were talking about rehearsal, I actually have a show that day, so can we do it later? He throws a fit. Oh my gosh. You know, like in all caps, since to the whole band. Do not change your rehearsal times. This was not confirmed, by the way. And so, and repeat, not paid rehearsals. So, in my opinion, who gives a fucking shit about some unpaid rehearsal? Yeah, sorry, I'm still bitter about this. Um, anyways, throws a fit, and I go, and he he's pissed, and I'm like, dude, like this is a gig that pays. You're wanting me to go and freaking rehearse for free. Anyways, I didn't think much of it. Then the weekend rolls around. It's Easter, Easter Sunday. So, in my mind, we're adults. I mean, I have a family. I don't know what he's got going on. Easter Sunday is off limits. Like, I don't really call people on certain times. Like, you you gotta be tasteful, right? Like, if you're gonna call about something serious, it can wait. It can wait till Monday. It can wait till a different day, not on a day like that. 
whether you're religious or not, like that's off limits. He texts me midday, Easter Sunday. Hey Jeff, can you chat? And I'm like, eh, whatever. So I call him and uh, he's go, he goes, hey man, um, yeah, I'm getting ready to book flights for this show and I just want to make sure, are you really into this? Like to me, that is some high school band bullshit. If you're sitting around thinking, am I into it? Like, what? Am I supposed to get a tattoo of your fucking band? Like, because you asked me to play a gig that I'm going to play? Am I into it? And I go, yeah, dude, I'm into it. What's up? Like, why are you wasting my time right now? And he goes, well, you know, at rehearsal, uh, you a song came up. And it was almost like that was the first time you heard it. And so I was just like, wow. And I go, bro, we talked about it. You sent me the tunes on freaking Tuesday. And I told you what was happening very clearly. And I will know the songs better than anybody come show day. I'm the only one that's actually a professional. I'm just sorry. Now I'm kind of punching down a little bit. This guy hires decent musicians, but all of them have day jobs. Guess what? I don't. I play music full time. I've done it a long time. And so I get a little offended when someone's like telling me how I need to uh, work, basically, when I'm the only one that's a professional. So sorry that I'm not trying to go there with it. This, see, this is the problem. I'm getting worked up because I don't like this guy. I already didn't like this guy. And now, and so then he also brings up the rehearsal thing. Yeah, and you know, you're you're jumping all over our rehearsal schedule. And I'm like, oh my God. So I was kind of in a good mood Easter. I'm hanging out with my family. I had a couple drinks. We're chilling. So I'm in a better mood than I should have been. I basically was like, because in my head, I'm like, I'm a professional. I'm going to work this out and I'm going to play the gig. Like whether he's right or whether I'm right, I knew I was right. Whether I'm right or he's wrong, I'm just going to work this out right now and make him happy and we'll do the gig. So I was like, no, man, I'm totally into it. Look, I'll move my gig, even though like, oh, so and that's what I agreed to do. And he's like, okay, great. And he buys my flights, blah, blah, blah. I hung up and I had that gut feeling just like I did when he freaking said that thing about my kid's birthday three years before. I was just like, oh no. Like, and my feeling was, how am I going to play with this guy? Because now I remember that I fucking hate this guy. And he's doing the same kinds of things where like, I don't belong in this band. He's not my kind of people. And that kind of band is not... You know, it's just, I just kind of think it's just another level down, basically. So, and I'm not trying to sound like an elitist. It's, this is a people thing. Like, like, I do not get along. I get along with a lot of people, but I don't know. This guy rubbed me the wrong way. So, I'm so pissed and I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about it. And the next day comes by 
and I even like occasionally I'll, if I'm not going to do this, uh, I'll like journal, right? So I'm like, I got to get this off my chest and hopefully make myself feel better. So I like journal about it. Like, oh, I'm pretty frustrated, but you know, like kind of stay positive and I'll just do the gig and it'll be fine and I won't get upset about it. But I do that and I'm still upset. <laughs> so, um, life is crazy. And that evening, I get an email from my touring band and they say, hey guys, uh, we just added another show in Europe and uh, just let me know if you're in. And I'm like, sweet, because I've been waiting to do these shows uh, with my cool band where the people are cool and they're professional. And so I'm like, yeah, of course I'm doing that. And it happens to fall on our last rehearsal date of this guy, this douche, his band, we have one last rehearsal and I'm going to be in Europe. So I was like, well, here we go. This is going to blow the whole thing up. And so I'm like, you know what? Who cares? I send the email and I say, Hey man, I know you're not going to like this, but my Europe tour got extended and, uh, I'm not going to be back until the day after our last rehearsal. So we do have options. There's three other rehearsals. I actually canceled my gig to rehearse that extra time. Um, and I'm open four days after the days that, uh, the day that we were supposed to rehearse. Um, which is kind of funny because I literally had to cancel a gig because the other guys in the band have day jobs. So, I mean, I didn't even say this, but why don't they miss work so that we can rehearse? You know, it's just like stupid stuff like that. Like very silly. Um, anyways, he comes back freaking out. Oh my God, this is exactly what I was worried about. Blah, blah, blah. And so now I'm pissed and I'm like ready to just blow it up. I'm like, listen, man, it is what it is. If I need to come back early, if they add more shows in Europe, I'll come back. I will make the show. I guarantee I'm going to play the show perfect, which I mean, hopefully, I don't know. <laughs> I may be selling myself a little too high, but I put in the work. So, I mean, I think I will play it good. I never need to rehearse that much. And, and, and we're going to rehearse two more times and I'm missing a gig that pays to do you're stinking unpaid rehearsals. And I told him, I said, just perspective, I'm going to go to Europe and play really big shows and we're going to rehearse maybe once, you know, and we wouldn't even need it. We've done it before where we don't rehearse and all my bands in the Bay area that are big, bigger than his, they don't rehearse because everyone's professional. Long story short, he takes me off the gig. Yeah, sorry, man. And I'm just like, good. It was a blessing because I wanted to kill that guy. Like, it just, moral of the story, you cannot put a value on people that you work with. Like, money does not matter when it comes to, if someone says, I'm going to pay you five grand for a gig. If you don't like that person, do not do that gig. Because the stress that it's going to tax on your body 
is going to cost more than that five grand or whatever the heck it's going to be. And so another thing too with this, I wanted to say so many things to this guy. Luckily, I put my big boy pants on. I even typed out this long thing like, and I looked at it and I'm like, okay, now I'm the douche. Dick, 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 deleted the whole thing and I just said, good luck, man. You know, like try and be cool. I don't want to be remembered as like, oh, wow, what a douche. So, you know, the thing fell apart. Um, and I'm not going to blame him. I'm going to blame the situation and myself because I already knew I didn't fit with him, but I took money over, um, what I already knew, which was my gut feeling a go with your gut. And I just knew that his personality was not a fit with me which I feel like I get along with mostly everybody. But if it, if you rub me the wrong way, and this is anybody, I'm sure, there's just certain things where you just go, ah, I'm not the right person for you, you know? Um, and now to look at the other side, everybody that I work with, and this is, I think, a big lesson for people that are band leaders. This is my opinion. This is what I think. To have a good band and a successful band, um, you, you focus on people and then you let those people do their job and you trust them. You don't micromanage because I, what I see a lot with these kinds of people, they hire people that are not as good, maybe like kind of in the amateur level and they have weaker personalities where they can just crush them. Basically, they say, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. And it's so stupid because they have to put in so much more work to make these lesser musicians or whatever it's going to be. I mean, obviously, in this case, it's musicians uh, to make them sound good when, no, you hire the best and the best usually have pretty strong personalities. And you just say, this is what we got to do. This is when we got to do it. Can you do it? That person says yes. And you say, cool. And they're going to do it. And that's how the bigger acts work. And I wanted to say that to this guy. But I'm like, man, you know what? I'm not going to come off as like, I know what to say. I'll just do it on a podcast. (laughs) Uh, It feels good to say this stuff. So I know about like three people listen to these rants. um, And it's kind of fun for me takes up my time as I'm driving into the city. Um, but man, you know, trust your gut. I knew it. I knew it. As soon as that call came in, I just knew it. I had a feeling I was like, uh, but then I, you know, saw that carrot dangling in front of me. Like, Ooh, I can add a couple dollars. Not worth it. Money is not ever worth it when it comes to, uh, just, you know, sacrificing, the the vibe as far as people man and that's pretty much it so basically play with your friends that's what you should do if you want to start a band make sure they're decent enough but if they're cool then you're going to want to hang out with them more and they'll just get better that's that's my advice all right peace out green room is probably not clean the green room 
it's definitely not green. The green room, can I get some more ice? If you're 